leader of the team for about a week. My specialty was the quarterback sneak. I was hacked and attacked my backpack when I got the word in the form of a bird. Welcome to the Married with Picks podcast, season two, episode seven, week five, take two. <laughs> um, all right. So remember, we're available anywhere you listen to our podcasts, like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Um, so we had some technical difficulties. So we're redoing part of this here. Um, all right. So to recap last week our bets between each other i think we only had one um you had the cardinals i had the rams so i lost so overall we are i am up one game three to two on the season um as far as our best bets steve had washington detroit denver and new england as the underdog so two for two I had Washington, Kansas City, Detroit, and Indy as my underdog. So I went three and one last week. Detroit's a frustrating team. That's the really the, the one that hurt the most last week. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing on offense over there. I don't know. It was a weird game because I felt like they were always in the red zone and then they're like no points. So I don't know what happened. But we really should just start looking at coaches and betting like is this guy a dumbass then let's just completely go against him the whole season well i kind of feel like the detroit coach is doing something right because i mean really like they have like no receivers you got jared goff at quarterback and they've had some competitive games so i don't know yeah they're own four they've done nothing right so they suck but what would you expect them to be at this point in the season all right let's go to the games all right so moving detroit. on it's a week suck. five. Well, we'll get there. Um, all right. So first game up is the Jets at Atlanta, but it's actually in London. Uh, opened at minus four in favor of Atlanta. It is at minus three. Um, so my initial take on this game is it's two bad teams playing each other. Don't touch it. But for some reason, I just can't resist. Um, Atlanta has um, some injuries. So they're going to be without Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage. And I just feel like the Atlanta defense is so bad. They make bad teams look good. This might be a good week for Mike for Pitts. He might finally produce something with those two uh, top receiving options out for Atlanta. So from a fantasy perspective, Pitts would probably be a good play this week. Well, I think they said that last week and didn't pan out. Um, it's all Corderell Patterson. It is. He's doing a lot of receiving and running. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Um, at first, I kind of liked Atlanta, but at the end of the day, I think this falls into the category of two bad teams take the points if you have to touch it, but I don't like it. A lot of the first couple of games here, I'm not going to have a huge opinion on, but you know, can talk through it. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Jets. I feel like they have a pretty good shot against Atlanta. They fared pretty well against a bad defense last week in Tennessee. The only thing that worries me about the Jets is they just won last week. They're a pretty bad team, right? They're the bottom third, clearly, in the NFL, probably bottom three so bottom three teams so you know the fact that they just won last week they beat tennessee um it worries me to, to but they're That's getting points like here. momentum plus well, you got matt ryan traveling over the ocean the you gotta be careful That's he's gonna thing. be jet lagged you gotta be careful because you never know how teams travel across to london so 
Yeah. I don't know. I like the Jets. I might I'm regret not it. To talk you out of it. We I'm might just, be back here next you. week, and I'm, I'll say to you, Steve, why did you let me do it? But I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's just tough. These are two bad teams. All right. So next game up is Miami at Tampa Bay. Um, it is at minus 10 in favor of Tampa Bay. We have Jacoby Brissett still at quarterback. Um, Devonta Parker is questionable. Um, and Rob Gronkowski is out for Tampa Bay. So, I mean, I definitely think Tampa Bay wins. It feels like a lot of points. I don't know what that is. Okay, maybe the speaker. All right, I think I have to buy a new microphone. Stop beating up on it. All right, so... um, now, Tom Brady faced Miami a lot when he played for the Patriots because um, that was the same division. And they always seem to struggle with Miami. That has me a little worried. Plus, you have Brian Flores, the head coach of Miami, um, came from New England. So, I mean, a little bit of cause for concern um, on the 10 points, but I'm inclined to take it. Well, those quarterbacks are bad in Tampa. You know, they haven't really stopped anybody. Brissett can throw the ball. He hasn't looked really that efficient this year so far in the games that he has played in, but he can throw the ball. So this just looks like it's too many points to me. So again, it's not a huge play here, but I don't know how you can take Tampa and lay 10. Okay. All right. Next game up is Philadelphia at Carolina. I'll let you start on this one, Steve, since it's your team. Well, I've been going back and forth on this game all week, but the bottom line is news came out today that, um, Lane Johnson's, Lane, Johnson, out. Lane Johnson's out at left tackle. So this is the second week in a row he's out for personal reasons. Jordan Malata is back. That's the good news. Um, so he'll shift over to right tackle and take his place. But that means you have um, Dillard starting on the left end. So basic the, the thing to take from this is the Eagles do not win typically when Lane Johnson is out of the lineup for whatever reason. So I think that you'd probably look here. As much as it hurts me to say it, I think Carolina's going to steamroll the Eagles. You know, I look for like a 28-10 game. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I think the Carolina defense is is pretty good. Um, I don't trust Sam Darnold at all. I do. Um, He's looking good. Is he? He's finally around like some winners. So, you get him out of that Jets no, thing? I don't know. Listen, he um, doesn't look like Tom Brady. But honestly, I expect him to continue to improve and that he's going to look really good by the end of the year. I mean, he's leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns with five, right? He's got five passing touchdowns, and he's got the team off to a 3-1 and one start. It's really much like we predicted before the season started. So, it's tough because I like Carolina before the game came in. Now, they're coming in uh, this week. Against the Philadelphia Eagles, who we you all know is my team, but uh, I expect Philadelphia to get steamrolled here. All right, and CMC is doubtful. Uh, yeah, he's doubtful. I doubt he's going to play. They're probably going to rest him, and they probably don't need him. Hmm. Okay. But the Eagles are in shambles. They've gotten shredded the last two weeks in defense, and I don't know how. Uh, you know, I don't know how this is going to be any different with the weapons, even without Christian McCaffrey that Carolina has, especially those receivers. They have some really good receivers that, if Darnold is uh, on his game and he's and he's putting the ball on, it's going to be a long day for Philadelphia. All right, yeah, I'm not going to touch it. We'll see what happens there. All right, next game up is the New Orleans Saints at the Washington Football Team. 
It opened at a pick'em, and it's at minus two and a half in favor of New Orleans. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that line movement is about, but <laughs> maybe it's the wire. Try the cord. All right, and stop. Try not touching it. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm not sure what that line movement is about. I didn't do anything to the cord, by the way. You tell me I'm beating up on it. Don't touch it. Like, I'm not even doing anything. I don't it's, know. It's like, it, I don't get equipment. static at all. I can see it. All right. All right. Um, so I don't know what that line is about for the third time. Because um, the Did same, the line move on the Washington game? Yes. From a pick uh, <laughs> Just making sure. To minus two and a half. It's thrown off by the... Vibrations of the microphone in favor of. So I don't know what that line movement's about. I don't know what to do with the Saints at this point. I feel like Sean Payton obviously doesn't trust Jameis Winston, and it's starting to really show. Um, the so turnover they were, machine. Well, they were up twenty-one to ten, and then next thing you know, the Giants win the game in overtime. Do you so, like this game? Is this a play for you? Uh, I mean, I gotta go Washington yeah. because of like overall, I think they're the better team. Um, the Saints are kind of, you know, up and down. Um, but overall, I mean, their their offense is just not not good. So, well, it's kind of a bad spot, I guess, for the Saints last week playing against the Giants. But why was it a Giants bad spot? Giants were zero and three. Well, the Giants they got to win a game at some point. They started out zero and three, right? And uh, Saints are now two and two. I, I'm with you. I I mean, this is a play for me for sure. I love Washington here. Heineke just came off, got his first road win, so he looked like he can handle some pressure. I think he'll be welcomed back uh, home in Washington uh, to play a New Orleans team who, quite frankly, I mean, I know Washington's defense rankings are not that good, but I believe that their defense is much better than what their rankings are and what they've shown so far this year. They have played, shown some flashes that they're good. And even in Buffalo, when they got spanked, I mean, they were putting big pressure on Buffalo. I think it was just a culmination of things with, Josh Allen's really feeling his oats. Regardless, I love Washington here. Uh, McLaren's really getting it going. He had six receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns last week. And uh, I don't think New Orleans has an answer, you know, between Lattimore and Roby, what, you know, the cornerbacks there that can really stop McLaren. Like I said before, Hunnicky won on the road uh, last week. And if he keeps winning, the Washington football team may have a tough decision when and if. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back from his knee injury. You know, I know it's no guarantee that if he comes back this year, that he'll even get to play on I the think field. It was his ribs, but yeah, uh, ribs. Yeah, everybody's got hurt ribs. Um, so I like well, I like Washington a lot here, um, especially now that the line's moving to them as a road dog, and that's really going to be a theme for me this week. I got four dogs that I really like, um, and this is the first of the the home dogs. Really, I mean, he's going to get two and a half points. Maybe that we get lucky and it gets up to three and get a field goal. I don't know that you can just trust Jameis Winston against a good, really like a good defense. So I'm putting my stock in Washington's defense, but I also think they're going to struggle um, keeping McLaren out of the end zone. All right. Um, so next game up is Tennessee at Jacksonville. So we have um, Julio Jones has already been ruled out again. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, and then, but it looks like AJ Brown um, was back at practice. He's off the injury report, I think. So he will play. Yeah. Um, 
And we have all the drama that has gone on with Jacksonville, which. Um, with their coach, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. And apparently, I don't know if you read some of the things coming out, but, um, you know, the team wasn't really buying it. They were laughing at him after he left. They addressed the team, um, I guess, a different position coach, different positions at a time. Yeah. And uh, some of the positions were laughing at him as soon as he left right out the door because nobody believes that he was just dancing well, with random he, girls. Yeah, he tried to make like excuses. Yeah. I um, mean, they're, so they're not behind him. They're not well, led think, by anybody. And so who would you, if a, usually in a situation like this, you look for somebody to be the leader on the team. Typically, you go to your quarterback. They got a freshman, you know, a, a rookie quarterback in there um, that's not going to be, I think, in a position to stand up and lead the team. I think they're in shambles. And and I, I would stay away from Jacksonville as far as you can. Tennessee well, seems let me like ask a you good this. play. Because, I mean, that was kind of my whole philosophy going into this game was like, I mean, I don't think the team was buying in from the get go. And this certainly hasn't helped the cause any. Um, And plus you have Urban Meyer, right? They played the game in Cincinnati. He doesn't get on the, the plane and travel back with the team. Like he's a first year coach. They're 0 and 4. It like it, it feels <laughs> it feels very Steve Sperrier ish when he took over the Redskins coming from uh, the college ranks at Florida and South Carolina. Or I guess he was coming from Florida, but when he came in, I mean, he was basically cutting practice off at like three in the afternoon so he could go golfing. You know, so the dedication is not there, and it's odd on Urban Meyer, somebody who was pretty much ostracized out of the college game for violations and and, and things, that he's given another chance to coach. And at the NFL ranks of all, and this is he doesn't put you know one hundred percent effort behind it. Um. So, but I mean, do you think to any extent that bonds the team together? I think in certain circumstances it could, but who's the leader there? Who's leading well, that team yeah, on the field? I mean, right. they nobody's good. Usually, you look at the guy who's like the all pro or somebody who's going to be a vocal leader. It's a team that's trying to find their identity. They're coming out of like being the worst team in the NFL, right? Getting the number one draft pick, and like I said, typically you look at your quarterback. It doesn't always have to be your quarterback, but typically it could be your quarterback who's going to lead the team. And uh, your better teams, it is going to be the quarterback, right? And I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence isn't that guy or won't be that guy. But right now, I don't believe he is that guy to rally the troops. So Tennessee coming off that hard loss. Um, I think it's understandable with no, none of the top receivers um, on the team last week against the Jets. Now you get A.J. Brown back, and I think that uh, that's going to make a big difference because you'd be able to throw the ball, and they won't be able to put everybody in a box right. without well, getting burned trying to stop Derrick Henry. I mean, Derrick Henry has had some monster games in yeah. the past against Jacksonville. Um, so, and I think as long as A.J. Brown is on the field, then, you know, that opens things up. Um, so, I mean, Tennessee has not looked good. Um their defense is not good, but given the controversy and what's going on in Jacksonville, I think I got to take the Titans here. Um, and it did open at minus seven and a half. It's down to minus four and a half. Um, I like that. So Tennessee, Tennessee's the play. Okay. We're in agreement there. All right. So next game up is Detroit at Minnesota. It opened at minus eight in favor of Minnesota. It's up to minus 10. Um, Dalvin Cook apparently is questionable and sounds like he if he won't play or he's definitely not going to be 100%. So there's, you know, will he make it through the whole game? Um, 
so we were both on Detroit last week. Um, I thought they had a good chance to, to pull out the victory <laughs> I feel like there. I'm on Detroit every week. It and didn't happen, um, but I got to go back to the well. I do. Um, the Minnesota defense is not that good. Um, so I think Detroit would be able to move the ball. Um, and at, you know, plus 10, I mean, that's a lot of points. I don't see Kurt Cousins, you know, blowing them out. Um, so I'm going to go down with Detroit again. Well, the re- reality of the situation is Minnesota is a one in three football team and a 10 point favorite. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't feel and Dalvin Cook, like you said, is not 100 percent probably won't play the whole game. So I don't know how you can feel confident taking Minnesota here. Like I said, we got burn on Detroit. I, I'm not going to make it a play. It's probably when you should jump all over Detroit because I'm scared of it. Detroit and I'm just refused to play him this week. All right. So next game up is Denver at Pittsburgh. Um, it opened at minus two in favor of Denver. It's at minus one and a half in favor of Denver. Um, it sounds like Teddy Bridgewater is going to clear concussion protocol. Um, so he will be the quarterback. That's big. I definitely like it a lot better with Bridgewater back. Um, I would love this game if it was in Denver, but it's in Pittsburgh. Um, I still don't know what to do with Pittsburgh. Like, are they really just that bad? Like week one was just like a fluke. Um, so, but I mean, if they lose here, they're one and four on the season. Denver has a pretty good defense. Um, so I could, I could definitely see Denver winning the game. Um, but Pittsburgh has a good defense too. So I could see it going either way. I guess I'm just not willing to accept that like Ben is done. (laughs) Um, and Pittsburgh's just that bad. So I'm not going to touch it. Um, all right, for me, this is underdog number two. Pittsburgh's playing it at home. Ben Roethlisberger, this is gut check time, right? It's either put up or shut up. I mean, he has looked bad. Pretty much everybody's making fun of him because he looks like an old man out there. But I don't believe that he's completely cooked. I think, you know, he showed a lot of good football last year. I know it kind of fizzled at the end, and he's kind of fizzling coming into the beginning of this year. But um, they have some good things looking at the wide receiver spot. And the kid from Alabama, Najee looks really good. So I'm expecting Pittsburgh to kind of bounce back here. I don't think Denver is really that good. The record is kind of a culmination of who they played. They're three and one. This is kind of an ebb and flow game that I look at for uh, the season based off the fact that Pittsburgh's one and three. They're playing at home. Denver's three and one. Is Denver really three and one good and, you know, top of the AFC West? Well, they're tied with Vegas and they're tied with the Chargers and actually a game above Kansas City. So I look at this as a Denver loss. If you're going to give me points with Pittsburgh at home, I'll take it since I think that Pittsburgh will win the game. Underdog number two for me. I'll take Pittsburgh. All right. I'm not going to touch that one at all. All right. Next game up is Green Bay at Cincinnati. Um, it's minus three in favor of Green Bay. I almost feel like that's kind of low, that line, minus three. Um, we have Joe Mixon is questionable. Um, Green Bay center, uh, Josh Myers, is out. Their left tackle is questionable, and their backup tackle is also questionable. So... I don't necessarily have a lot of justification for this, but I'm going to take the points on the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, Bengals are three and one. You know, they have a good record. I think that's probably why the line is where it's at. This isn't your 
uncle's Cincinnati Bengals, but it's not really a play for me. If anything, I'd probably look at Green Bay. Um, I'm not sold on Cincinnati yet being a premier team. Clearly, they struggle with Jacksonville, who has tons of issues going on right now on and off the field. So I like Green Bay. It's just a little scary uh, giving up three on the road in this situation. I don't know. You're saying no pick for you? No, I'm taking the Bengals. You're going to take the Bengals? Taking the Bengals. Yeah, I'm laying off. Okay. All right. Next game up is New England at Houston. Um, I still got to figure out what this guy's first name is. I don't know if it's Davis or David. I guess it's David Mills um, as the quarterback for Houston. Um, Now, the Patriots have four of their five offensive linemen most likely not playing this game. They have two guys on the COVID list. And Trent Brown and Shaq Mason, I believe, have already been ruled out. So that's concerning from the New England side. This game's going to be horrible. Um, so, I mean, initially my take would have been um, I thought that Mac Jones looked pretty good in his um, matchup with Brady last week. Um, and then you have the Bill Belichick versus the rookie um, quarterback kind of stats. So, um and- <laughs> David Mills is not that good to begin with. I would have touched this game. You just told me four out of the five starting offensive linemen are going to be out for this game for New England. And they're in eight and a half going up to nine in some places. Favorite on the road. I don't care what Houston has going on necessarily. I mean, New England's not that good. I mean, how many points can they score? Right. But you look at um, what they did with the Jets a few weeks ago. I mean, they basically shut them out. Um, So that's like the belt. Belichick factor against the rookie. So I, I think they could get it done that way. You can run on Houston so they can they can take that approach. But yeah, I mean the the four out of five. Would you look at the under here? It's 39. It's still a low number, but man, oh man. That's yeah, so very I, um, appetizing. The under? the under, yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't I You just, get a lot of defensive scores here, I guess. Well, you get a couple, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to touch it. But I would still lean New England to win. I would look at that prop bet. You know, will defensive special teams score a touchdown in this game? Yeah, but it's probably not that good of a... Might only be two oh, to it's one. because it's the whole Belichick thing. Um, all right. So no play on this one for you? No. No way. <laughs> all right. Next game up is Chicago at Las Vegas. It opened at minus seven in favor of Vegas. It's down to minus five and a half. Um, Justin Fields will be the starting starting quarterback for the Bears. Um, and I guess Gruden has some controversy going on right now. I don't know how that affects the game. Um, but I, I don't have much to say about this game. Me neither. I don't if, I, if I went anywhere, I would go Vegas because uh, the line's going down. I don't like Chicago, but I'm not, it's not a play. Okay. Next game up is Cleveland at the Chargers. It opened as a pick and it's now minus two in favor of L.A. So I definitely think that Herbert is the better quarterback here. Um, Chargers defense has looked pretty good, but they are worse against the run. And that's obviously what Cleveland wants to do. Apparently, there's some issue with Baker and his shoulder. So, I mean, I'm a a big fan of the Chargers. I don't know what to do with Cleveland. I never do. Um, so the fact about Baker and his shoulder not being 100% kind of points me towards the Chargers. 
Um, whereas initially I wasn't going to touch it. Do you have any thoughts? No. Okay. All right. Moving on. Next game is uh, the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. It opened in um, in favor of Dallas minus eight and a half. It's down to minus seven. Um, so last year when these teams met, they split um, with Dallas winning the first game. The Giants went in the second game. They were relatively close games, I think. Um, the, set, the game where the Giants won, it was Dalton, Andy Dalton at quarterback, not Dak. Um, I think the Giants' defense is decent, um, but the Dallas offense has been rolling. So I definitely think Dallas wins, um, but do they cover? I don't think so. This is a division game. There's too many points. I think there's going to be a lot of suckers out there taking Dallas, and they're going to get burned. Dallas will probably win the game, but to me it's a three- or four-point game in the division against the Giants. But are you willing to pick the it's Giants? Not a play. Okay. <laughs> so, no. <clears throat> no. Um, all right. Next game is San Francisco at Arizona. So, Arizona is the sole undefeated team in the NFL at this point. I like the next three, by the way. Um, so, we have Trey Lance. I believe will be the first start. starting quarterback. Is that 100% though? That's 100%. Garoppolo's um, out. Okay. Now, it kind of almost sounded to me like Kyle Shanahan was hoping to have Garoppolo in there, and I kind of thought that this would be like the perfect excuse. Well, the major problem is it doesn't look like they're going to have Kittle. <clears throat> yeah, Kittle is doubtful. Right? So he's doubtful. He hasn't practiced at all. They were hoping at least the week before he was coming in injured, and he ended up practicing on Friday and then played in the game. He didn't even practice today. George Kittle overrated. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, he has been this year so far. I love the guy. I thought he was going to have a huge breakout season. But, you know, if you're nicked up, you're not going to perform as good as you can. Um. So this opened at minus two and a half in favor of Arizona. It's up to minus five. Um, love Arizona. I think that defense is a bad spot for San Francisco now, to give to, Lance, well, let me, let me Lance ask, the first start. Let me ask you this question. Because yeah. last week... We had the Rams coming off the win against Tampa, yeah. going into the matchup with the Cardinals, and you said it's a letdown game. Yeah. Now you have the Ram- uh, the Cardinals coming off their big win last week against the Rams. Yeah. Is this a letdown game for them? This is a, this is the great question. Okay, and I'll tell you the difference here for me. It is a let. It, it could be a letdown week. You have to worry about that, but. I think it depends on the opponent. Like I really, I've watched a lot of San Francisco. You just saw them lose to Seattle. Who does Seattle doesn't look that impressive, right? I just think it's a two tier division. I think in my mind, it's clearly Arizona and uh, the Rams, and then I think far behind them is San Francisco and Seattle. Now Seattle always have a chance with Russell Wilson, but you know, basically, it's coming out Thursday that he's going to be out four to eight weeks, so they're in trouble. We go back to San Francisco here. You're starting Trey Lance. I mean, I, Trey Lance might be a good quarterback one day, but he's not a good quarterback in the NFL right now. And with that Arizona defense, what I worry about is the offense. I, you know, they're going to roll with Lamar Mar- Mary and Kyler. Kyler Mary. I always call him Lamar. Jesus. I know you do. Kyler Mary. This would be for me a spot that could be a letdown. So maybe it's a 21-7 game. I, the problem is I just don't see how San Fran's going to get more than, let's say, if I'm being generous, they're not going to score more than 17 points this game. Okay. And I don't think that their defense can hold Arizona even on a bad day 
under 21 because with Trey Lance there is a good shot. You're going to get a defensive. You're going to get some turnovers. It's a good shot. You could get a defensive score. You're at least going to get something that puts their offense in a highly positive situation, like maybe a turnover inside the red zone, um, you know, a turnover that leads to an Arizona drive that starts in the red zone. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a touchdown. So anyway, I like Arizona here. All right. I like Arizona too. All right. Next game up is the game of the week. Sunday night football, Buffalo Bills traveling to Kansas City. It opened at minus four in favor of Kansas City. It's down to minus two and a half in favor of Kansas City. Um, So obviously we have Buffalo who's kind of been on a roll um, dominating the last few weeks, but they've also played the Dolphins. Washington and the Texans. So I don't know how much credence like Washington. Okay. As a team, but their defense has not played well. So let's examine those teams real quick. What did, you know, they are poor quarterbacks. Maybe Heineke can be a little good, but he was coming in on the road for his first road game. Right. Now there's a huge upgrade at quarterback against the bills defense, right? With Patrick Mahomes. Right. No, I mean, the Dolphins have a decent um, defense and I think, did Buffalo shut them out? Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, uh, Buffalo shut out the Texans. Oh, okay. Um, so then we have the Chiefs, who are at this point 500 on the season, right? Two and two. Yeah. Two and um, two. Now, they, the two games that they lost were to the Ravens and the Chargers, who are two good teams. Um, and the teams that they beat, one of them was the Eagles. I can't remember who the other one was. Um, in week one, but so, and obviously these two teams met twice last year, I guess once in the regular season, once in the playoffs, Kansas city, they beat the Browns, Browns, 33, 29 week one. Yeah, that's right. And that was a close game. Um, the bills lost both the matchups last year, 26 to 17 and 38, 24. So, and I'm, I always have trouble with these Sunday night games because they're the primetime games. There's a lot of interest in them, a lot of money in them. And I always wonder, um, and we've seen it the last two weeks, where the team that took the most money didn't cover the spread. Um, and that's the way Vegas likes it. So that's what so has me. taking the most money here? Do you know? Well, I'm not sure because Kansas City is like the team that people like to bet, but it sounds to me like a lot of the money is on the bills. So my my take on this game would be Buffalo. So uh, I'm looking at it right now. But Kansas City has most of the money, okay. 66%. However, it's split because 52% of the actual bets are going on Buffalo. So 52, 48%, that's close to 50, 50, but there's a bigger um, change when you're just looking at the money. Okay. So that tells you what the sharp money is on Kansas city. So I don't know. I, my take is Buffalo, but if it looks like when we get closer to game time, that there's a large amount of money on Kansas city, then I would back or no, if there's a large amount of money on Buffalo, I would back off. Well, I'm hearing a lot of <clears throat> this week. I'm hearing a lot of people picking Kansas city. 
And a lot of the points that what I'm hearing is basically that Buffalo to, to what we were talking about earlier, hasn't really played a team with a strong quarterback. They might be a little overrated. Their defense has ranked hot, pretty high, but you know, who have they really played and can you, are they that good? And the answer is no, they're not that good. They're not as good as the stats show right now. And all the, that information is true. However, that defense is clearly better than Kansas City's defense. Kansas City's defense is god-awful. Right. So that puts a lot of pressure on the offense at Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes especially because they're going to have to put up 35 points a game. And I will tell you this, that this is the best offense that's that Kansas City is going to face this year so far at least because Josh Allen is coming into his own. And I'm going to give you a bold prediction here. I mean, I don't know how bold you think it is, but I, I believe – Watching both, I've watched a lot of Patrick Mahomes. I've watched a lot of Josh Allen so far this year. I think Josh Allen's having a better season. I mean, he looks like he's coming into his own. And arguably, and my my opinion is that he's the better quarterback right now. And I'm going to ride that puppy until he loses. So normally I'd be scared. <clears throat> I think it's a bad spot for Buffalo coming off those big wins. And now they're traveling to prime time. But this is the game that they've had circled on their calendar. Right. This is kind of the game as, as Josh Allen matriculates into a perennial all-pro quarterback and he gets better and better and he progresses, they can't get over that hump of Kansas City. That's their hump. They're waiting for this game. So typically I'd say this is a bad spot for Buffalo the way they've started the season and they're coming in in a prime time Sunday night game against Kansas City. But I think this is exactly what they've been thinking about in the back of their head since they started training camp in July. And they'll be prepared for this game. Maybe Josh Allen comes out a little shaky. throws uh, He might be a little off early. But by the time this game is over, I believe they're going to have a commanding lead. And they might win this game by two touchdowns. I well, like I Buffalo. I don't know if I would go that far. but I like Buffalo. All right, I'm well, with it you. could be a close game. Absolutely. I mean, but I like, I think Buffalo squeaks it out no matter what. My prediction is not that they're going to win by two touchdowns. I just (laughs) got a little crazy, but I'm telling you that they most likely will win this game. Okay. And that is my third underdog pick of the day. Okay. All right. I'm with you on that one too. All right. Last game is the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Baltimore. Um, It's at minus seven in favor of Baltimore. Indy got their first win last week. Um, So my first take on this game, and I don't have a lot to say about it, was the Colts. Um, But then I kind of felt like the Ravens at home, um, I could see the defense kind of really getting after Wentz and making it tough. So it's not a play for me. I don't know if you have any thoughts on it. This but. is the fourth dog. I like the Colts. I'm not going to go a lot into it. I think that they're going to start hitting their stride. I can't believe that the Colts are as bad as they've been playing. And I think it's just going to take some time because Carson Wentz is that damaged. But Carson Wentz will get back on it, and it's just a matter of time. So, you know, I'm going to take the – So you got off the Colts the week they win, and now you're back yeah, on the I'm Colts back on again. Probably lose. Okay. But I'll tell you, they – they, they'll probably lose this game, but they're not going to lose by more than seven. The line seven right now, I would take the points. Yeah. I feel confident about it, too. All right. I'm with you there, but I don't feel confident about it either. So, all right. Um. So, Steve, best bets of the week. I think Washington's the best play against New Orleans and Jameis. I don't think Jameis is going to have a lot of success against that defense. Washington's going to get into them. That's it? 
Well, the summary, I would say that out of all the games, my plays are going to be the four dogs that we talked about. So Washington, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Indy. Washington, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Indy. The two favorites that I like is Arizona. Um, I'll play them, and I'll also play Tennessee. And this is more of a play. They're getting the receiver back, A.J. Brown. I think it's more of a play um, mostly against Jacksonville and the debacle that that coach has put that team into. And I just think that they're not going to lose two games in a row the way they lost to the Jets in overtime last week. I think that's stung, and they'll be ready to get Jacksonville this week. Okay. All right. So my best bets. Oh God, this is rough. The Jets, the Titans, um, Buffalo, and the Bengals. And the Jets and Buffalo would be my underdogs. Right. All right. All right. I'll tell you what. I'll, we don't have any bets this week. We don't. Seems like I'll we take in, Atlanta. We were in agreement on let's, a lot of these games. Let's. Yeah, I know. I I agree. With this. I think this is going to be a good week for us. Well, we'll see. But I will take Atlanta, even though it's not a play for me. If you want to bet, um, just to get one down on the week on this week, you can have the Jets. I'll take Atlanta, and that'll give us some a reason to watch the nine thirty in the morning game. Remember, nine thirty start on Sunday. Jets Atlanta in All right. England. Got a shake on it. All right. All right. Go Falcons. That'll do it for us for week five. Remember to like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and you can listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Peace out. Shooters tour.